It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. This is the Smart Money Questions Podcast, the podcast where, well, you guessed it, we ask smart money questions to Matt Hausman, the founder of Old Security Group in Metro Philadelphia, Delaware, and Northeast Maryland. Matt has offices in Westchester and in Newark as well. If you want to, you can go to smartmoneyquestions.com and listen to past shows and find other great information on the website. And you can always call Matt at 610-719-3003. The Smart Money Questions that we're asking today is about the buzzword that maybe you've come across before called rebalancing. But what exactly is rebalancing is obviously the first question to ask. So in your mind, Matt, what is rebalancing inside of a portfolio and why would it be something that's important? You know, what's so interesting is I just recently had a client event and the topic was specifically on rebalancing and understanding what rebalancing is. When you look at your portfolio or your statement and you see that you have, you know, multiple stocks, mutual funds, bonds, what have you, is hopefully what you've done is you've looked at and understand what are called, I call them target percentages, how much I have in, we'll just use a general term, all equities stocks and then how much is or or what's my target percentage in my bond side more conservative side and what rebalancing means is that i am reviewing it on a systematic basis and for instance if the equities are going up which they've been doing recently you know basically since the election and my bonds are going down which has also been happening since the election rebalancing means that and this is difficult emotionally is I'm going to sell my equity positions to bring me into the target percentage. So let's say in this case, we have a balanced portfolio, 50% equities, 50% fixed income, but my equity portion is now 60% of my overall portfolio and bonds have fallen to 40. I sell 10% off and I go buy the low, I go buy the, the bond, bringing it back up to a balance of 50-50. The reason that that is so difficult to do emotionally is because why do I want to sell something when it's going up? Right. Why do I want to get rid of the winners? Yeah. Yeah. And why do I want to go buy the loser, the dog, the thing that's not doing anything? And what ends up happening is remember the whole idea of having a portfolio or really any quote profit in life is buying low, selling high. And that's what I've just done. I've taken some of my earnings off of the equities and I've put it down in the fixed income that we always know that there's differential price movement within different asset classes, equities to fixed income. And I want to take advantage of how those move and rebalancing is the perfect way to do that. Yeah, I think that's important to uh, remember. Obviously, it's a good illustration of, of how it works, but how often should we think about doing it, Matt? What we do is we look at it on a quarterly basis for our clients and that's really, and when we're all we're doing is reviewing and we're looking at, is it time to rebalance? And our view is we look to rebalance in the event any target is out of position 5% plus or minus. At that point in time, it's going to make sense 
to actually go ahead and do the rebalancing. If it's just a couple of points here and there, then it probably doesn't need to be reviewed for another quarter. And then what we do is say nothing has happened throughout the course of the year. We will always rebalance at least once a year back to the ideal targets that the client has in their portfolio. Are there situations, I guess, where rebalancing is different when you're younger compared to when you're older and closer to retirement, or is it the same across the board? It's really the same across the board. It doesn't matter if you're younger or older, but what you want to look at is if you're younger, time's on your side so you can take a a higher target equity position. Maybe you're 100% in equities, and then you're just looking to divide it up based on asset class. But as you get into retirement or close to those retirement years, that's where you're going to be pulling in fixed income, which has traditionally been used to reduce the volatility of the portfolio. But rebalancing, in my opinion, is actually going to be the same start to finish. So is this something that that really needs the human touch or are there investment vehicles that you can already be in that rebalance for you automatically? I guess I'm thinking of like target date funds. Isn't this what they are supposed to be doing for you if you, you know, going to retire in, you know, 2030 and you're in a 2030 target date fund that's supposed to be doing this for you or is that off base? As you said, that's supposed to. You would think that those target date funds would actually do that. I had someone in the office just last year that, so last year's 2016, they had a 2020 target fund with a very large firm here locally. And when we actually did the underlying analysis, they had a 70% equity position and only 30% in bonds or fixed income. And of that, they had 10% of that in long-term government bonds. So the reality is when you pull in the emotional aspect or the human element, you always have the emotion that's there. And rebalancing, when emotion gets put into place, sometimes people won't rebalance. So you really want to have a something that's working to do it automatically. So it is removing any type of emotional decision on the rebalancing. I always like hearing your stories about how you help people navigate through these situations. And and that's a good one of the person that came in with the money in that big firm and everything being out of balance. But have you seen one that took way too long in between rebalances? They weren't getting those quarterly checks. And why had they gone so long and what the ramifications were of that? I actually have a story that's very personal, and that was with my father. My father had his retirement money at his 403B. And the only options that they had were about five. And he was doing this on his own. And when we actually sat down and looked at it, we realized that of the five options, there was no opportunity to rebalance. There wasn't the opportunity within the funds that he was given. They were basically just A, B, C, D, and E. And all they had were different equity positions or risk. The portfolios didn't actually rebalance on their own. He didn't even have the opportunity. So what ended up happening was 2008, he couldn't get out of the train, the train that was basically heading towards a crash. So without that ability to rebalance is that he took on a massive loss. Luckily, we were able to, because of when he was looking to retire, bypass that or stay 
go through that and let the fund come back up. He never truly gained everything. But that's the that's the most personal example I can let somebody know is if you're not really looking at or if you don't have the opportunity because of the 401k options or 403b options that you have, it can be detrimental to the long term profitability of your portfolio and the money you've saved for. Well, if you have not rebalanced your portfolio or thought maybe your target date fund was just doing it automatically for you, and it's been a while since you've had that kind of analysis of your financial or retirement plan or your portfolio, and rebalancing has not been an important part of your plan in the past, it's time to make it important, especially if you're getting closer to retirement. As Matt was talking to us about, it becomes more important when you get closer to pulling that retirement trigger. So make sure you reach out, get a review of your plan, make sure you're in the proper balance currently, and then that you're going to get regular rebalancing as you go on. 610-719-3003 is the number to call. That's 610-719-3003. You can come in and meet in one of the offices in Westchester, Pennsylvania, or in Newark, Delaware as well. And you can always find Matt online at smartmoneyquestions.com. That's smartmoneyquestions.com. Contact us through the website, listen to past podcasts, get better educated about the financial world. It can all happen there, and it can all happen here on the podcast as well. We'll have another great edition of the podcast coming up for you next week, so be sure to join us back for a new conversation and a new topic. More helpful information, as always, on the way on the next edition. Until then, thank you so much for tuning in. For Matt Hausman, I'm Walter Storholt. This has been the Smart Money Questions Podcast.